Welcome, welcome everybody to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time watching the show, if you're catching it on the replay or if you're listening to uh, the audio version, thank you, Margaret. Uh, and you don't know who I am. I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show, and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together, so your articles of incorporation, getting your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure you have appropriate contracts, operating agreements, non-disclosure agreements, uh, partnership agreements, um, uh, basic brand protection strategies, meaning trademarks, uh, copyrights, and patents, and also hiring policies so that you're not violating any, you know, employment laws. I help you take care of all of those things. If you're wondering why I'm qualified to take care of all of those things, so happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it, okay? So that is why I am here to educate y'all, all right? So if you are in the startup phase of your business or if you are thinking about starting a business and you don't know where to start, I am your girl. So how do you get in contact with me? You go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, okay? That is the only link in my bio on Instagram and it's all over my page on Facebook. At linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, if you are a first time uh, client, you can uh, book a free 15 minute consultation. You can also book a uh, talk to me Tuesday session where I uh, give you a 25-minute session for the low, low price of $25. Um, At Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can also grab uh, the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel and podcast channel at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. It also has links to several of my workshops, like my EIN workshop, my Dunn's Number workshop, my operating agreement workshop. Hey, 76 Grim K. Um, So there's a lot at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. So that's where you want to go if you want to connect with me, okay? So that is enough about me. Let's move on to the actual show. Uh, I think everybody here is a veteran, but for those who may be watching, you know, somewhere out there in the ether and you don't know what this is about, uh, I pull stories from the news, from blog sites, that uh, stories that you guys send me, stories that I feel like are interesting and also have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we talk about them, okay? So this is a time for you to get involved. This is a time for you to ask your questions. Don't be shy. As long as it's respectful, you know, bring it down, bring it to the table. All right, so we are going to get started because we have a lot to cover tonight, and I want to cover it all tonight, all right? So the first um, story that we are talking about has to do with, um, I don't know, I think he's Trump's son or nephew. Somebody let me know. There's a guy named Eric Trump. Is he 45's nephew or son? Um, Let me know if you know. Okay. Now, um, we know, I have talked about a a lot of stories on here about people from, 
you know, campaigns trying to reelect the current president. Um, they have faced takedowns by from social media platforms. Oh, that's his son. Okay, thank you, Margaret. Um, you know, they have faced takedowns because people in 45's campaign are consistently violating copyright laws. Um, and this story is no different. This is a very quick one. Um, so 45 son, Eric, he posted a picture of, um, his father, Donald Trump and several of his allies, but it wasn't just, it wasn't pictures of them. It was their faces, but they had their faces superimposed over the university of North Carolina basketball team, right? So so just to clarify, they took a picture of UNC's basketball team and then put Trump's face and all his friends on top of the players' faces, right? Um, so University of North Carolina filed a copyright complaint against uh, Eric Trump and got the picture taken down. And this is not the first time, like I said, this has happened to the people who support 45. Um, they have faced copyright complaints from Nickelback, uh, from, they, they have, uh, had to have stuff taken down because they used Game of Thrones imagery. I mean, his camp is ridiculous. Like, I, I literally have an episode that is entitled, 45 is not above copyright law. It doesn't matter who you are. Copyright law, intellectual property law, if it is, if it, it as long as it is in place, you're not going to win if you're violating it, all right? So, just a quick one right there, Okay. Yeah, our first two stories are going to be very, very quick today. Um, so, Margaret said they don't respect him. They don't. They don't. Like, has, has, has he even given his taxes? Did he ever end up showing his taxes? Hey, C4C Global One, um, you know, has he divested from the companies that he, that he uh, you know, is engaged with? Like, I mm, look, just get out and vote, y'all. Please, please get out and vote. You may not like the choices that we have, but look, we have to stop the bleeding. Get out and vote, okay? All right. So, moving on to our next quick story for the evening. Um, is, does anybody here uh, put stuff on YouTube? Do you post videos to YouTube? <laughs> yes, Margaret. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, he hasn't done any of that. Um, yes. Okay. So if you post videos to YouTube, you may have gotten at some point uh, a notice from them saying, Hey, your video has been flagged for copyright. I know I have, there's an episode of this show where I, by accident, I had my, um, you know, my music playing a little bit too loud and Rihanna's Disturbia was playing in the background. And I uploaded that video, you know, after the show, like I usually do onto my YouTube channel. One day later, I got a notice from YouTube um, saying that, you know, there's a copyright claim against my video and that they're going to kind of flag it. So that video that's on my um, YouTube, that particular video, if I ever, you know, have a deal with YouTube where I start getting checks from YouTube, I'm not going to be able to get a check from that episode because there is a copyright claim against it, right? But um, because YouTube is trying to make things easier for content creators, they are coming out with a new timestamp tool. So um, when somebody files a copyright claim uh, against you on YouTube, they have to provide a timestamp. So they have to say, 
hey, you know, in, you know, between two minutes and 41 seconds and four minutes and 51 seconds, they played my song. So the person who says that you violated their copyright has to give them a timestamp um, as to where the violation is occurring. The problem is sometimes the people who file these claims, they give the wrong timestamp and the people who, and the content creators can't change it. So they end up just having to take the entire video down. So now YouTube is updating, hey Zay Baraka, YouTube is updating their copyright timestamp tool um, so that, so that uh, the content creator, so if I have a video, you know, a video of this show and I have music playing in the beginning, right? And I want to upload it to my YouTube if I get a copyright claim against it, what I will be able to do is specify what time frame myself as the content creator. I'm going to be able to say, you know, okay, the music was playing between this time and this time, and I will be able to mute that part of my video instead of having to take the entire video down. And that is going to make life a lot easier for content creators. So YouTube... Yeah, yes, Zay Baraka, a lot is happening. Um, so YouTube is trying to make things easier for copyright for content creators because we know that copyright claims are popping up left and right on YouTube, okay? So if you are a YouTube co um, content creator, you want to be aware of the new copyright timestamp tool because it's going to be um, very, it's going to be very helpful to you, okay? All right. So those were the quick ones. I've gotten those out of the, the way. Now we get to the meat and potatoes, all right? Okay, so I posted a question in my poll today and only one person responded. Well, I had two people respond, but only one person responded with the right answer. And I posted a phrase and I asked you guys who said this phrase, right? So I'm gonna ask, um, I'm gonna ask it again to this audience. Do you guys know who... Uh, originated the phrase, you're doing amazing, sweetie. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Do you guys know who originated that phrase? <clears throat> Let me know. Let me know. And it, uh, if, in case you need a clue, uh, the, the person who said this is a member of a family that appears on this show at least, hey, Italia, at least twice a month. This family is always, we're always reporting on them, even though, you know, I try not to keep up, but, um, this person is a member of a, hey, Zephyrina is a member of a, of a, a group that tends to show up a lot on this show. Does that give you guys any closer of an idea as to who I am talking about? Mm. Yes, Zabaraka Kardashian. Exactly. Yes, it's a Kardashian. Okay. Y'all are good. Y'all are good. Y'all are good. Okay, you did your best. Okay, you did better than a lot of people. Don't even worry about it. I knew what you were saying. Okay, so um, who can tell me the name of Kim Kardashian's mother? Yes, Margaret Massey, the Kardashians. Who can tell me the name of Kim Kardashian's mother? Please put it in the comments, okay? Uh, Kim Kardashian's mama. Tell me what her name is, okay? Um... Yes, Zay Baraka. Her name is Chris. Chris Jenner because she was married to Bruce now Kath now Caitlyn Jenner. Um uh, and um but so now she just goes by Chris Jenner, right? Um and I don't know if you guys watch No, Chris Chris Jenner. 
Yeah. Um, she's Kim, Kim Kardashian's mother, Atalia, um, Kris Jenner. So if you have ever watched, uh, keeping up with the Kardashians, there's a specific episode. Uh, now this was way earlier in the series where, um, Kim Kardashian, Kris Jenner's daughter was doing a shoot for Playboy. And it, it was like an awkward position. Thank you, Atalia. Um, it was like an awkward position and there's like this iconic gif of Kris Jenner with a, a camera, you know, clicking and saying, you're doing amazing, sweetie. I've seen it, you know, used in gifts for everything, right? Um, well, as much as we know the Kardashians love to trademark any and everything, it is only just now that Kris Jenner is attempting to trademark the phrase, you're doing amazing, sweetie. She has filed a trademark application. She wants the um, this phrase to be trademarked for use on coats, dresses, footwear, headgear, jackets, jumpers, loungewear, rompers, scarves, onesies, hairbrushes, home decor, baby carriers, journals, calendars, greeting cards, accessories, and cosmetics. Hey, Sincere39. So Kris Jenner is trying to slap this phrase on any and everything, or she may just be trying to hold these, you know, sections down, right? But this is a prime example of protecting your intellectual property. If you think it's possible for you to monetize from it and you have a plan, then we know the the Kardashian clan, they are great at monetizing their lives. So it makes sense for them to trademark these phrases because they can come out with, you know, limited capsule lines and things like that. But even in the long run, as a business owner, if you have something that is singular to your business that, you know, can represent your brand and that people associate that with you, you want to protect that with a trademark. And that is one thing that the Kardashians are very, very good at. Okay. So Kris Jenner, uh, I guess she's, she's planning probably on coming out with some type of clothing with phrasing that says you're doing amazing sweetie or something on it. Uh, but you know, again, this is just an, another marble in the large vase of marbles that the Kardashians have in terms of trademarks. They are tr- like, I feel like they have, you know, attorneys or retainer just for their trademarks because they will trademark anything and they make money off of it. And that's exactly what it's about. Um, Margaret asks, do only famous people trademark stuff? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We talk about this on the t- all the time. If you are in, trademarks are not just for famous people. Trademarks are for, uh, um, since either ninth said, because they have no real talent. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Um, but getting back to Margaret's question, it's not only famous people who trademark stuff. Trademarks represent your goods in the marketplace. Now, what do we mean by goods? It can mean physical products. It can mean services. So, you know, if you do hair, if you're a hairstylist, you can have, you can have a trademark for your salon name, you know? Or if you, if you have, you know, a contracting business, you can, trademark your business name, things like that. Um, so it's not about being famous. It's about being in business. And do you have a product or a service that is going to be represented by this trademark? Now we know with the Kardashian clan, they do this all the time. They come out with makeup kits. They come out with, you know, t-shirts and things like that. They come out with accessories. So they are great at, you know, trademarking and then monetizing these trademarks into products right? So Kris Jenner is doing just that with the phrase, you're doing amazing, sweetie. So 
How many of you guys will be purchasing a You're Doing Amazing Sweetie tote bag? <laughs> if you're going to be purchasing from Chris Jenner's possible upcoming line, give me a thumbs up. If you think, you know, you know, Chris can keep her, her, her new trademark, give me a thumbs down. All right. And while you do that, I'm going to reset so that we can move on to our next story. You are watching NPL Legal Dish. <laughs> Margaret said, not me. This is my, um, you're watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you're in the startup phase of your business and you need a legal friend in your ear to be like, hey girl, what are you doing? That's not how you're supposed to do that here. You're supposed to click this one right here. Um, I'm your girl. I want you to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation today. Okay. What I can help you with, um, getting your articles of incorporation, your EIN numbers, your DUNS numbers, making sure you have appropriate contracts, um, basic brand protection strategies, hiring policies, all like all of the foundational things that you need to get your business together. I'm here to help you do that. Okay. So go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and hook up with your girl today. I'm getting all thumbs down. Y'all are not here for Chris Jenner. <laughs> you guys are not here for the momager. That's cool. And I've said it before. I'm no big fan of the Kardashians, but they do provide a lot of content for this show. Okay. All right. So moving on, do we have any Kendrick Lamar fans here? If you are a Kendrick Lamar fan, <clears throat> excuse me, please give me a K in the comments. If you are a Kendrick Lamar fan, please give me a K in the comments. Um, I, I, I put the question in my, in my poll and in, in my Insta stories today. I asked you guys, um, if you guys were a fan of Kendrick Lamar's song loyalty and about 72% of you said yes. Zay Baraka is definitely a, a fan of Kendrick. She gave me the, the, the praise hands emoji. All right. <clears throat> okay. I'm getting y'all still on this Kardashian thing. Give me stubs down. Okay. Okay. So I got a lot of people who are, uh, Kendrick Lamar fans. Zay, Sincere 39, 76 Grimke. For those of you who may not know who Kendrick Lamar is, he is a hip hop artist. Um, he's also, you know, a fledgling actor. Um, and he's, he's pretty respected as a lyricist, right? Now, um, how many, if you, how many of you guys know Kendrick Lamar's song with Rihanna, the song Loyalty? Tell me you're loyal to. I never know the words to songs, y'all. But how many of you guys know Kendrick Lamar's song Loyalty with Rihanna? If you know that song, give me an L in the comments. If you know the song Loyalty by Kendrick Lamar featuring Rihanna, give me an L in the comments, okay? Okay, 76 Grim K knows the song. Thank you. All right. Well, as much as we respect Kendrick Lamar being a lyricist and, you know, writing his rhymes and things like that, <clears throat> thank you for the L, Zay. Thank you, Sincere. Kendrick Lamar and his team um, are being sued for copyright infringement for loyalty. Uh, there is a producer by the name of Terrence Hayes. Uh, he said that he wrote a song called Loyalty in 2011. Uh, and at that time, he was working with one of Kendrick Lamar's current producers by the name of Terrence Martin. Um, 
He says that during the time that they worked together, Terrence Martin and Kendrick Lamar's team, they had access to, you know, his files and things like that. And he says that they basically ripped his song up, you know, ripped, ripped the melody up and then chopped and screwed it so it wasn't so recognizable. Now, I tried to do, you know, my due diligence. I tried to find the song on YouTube. I looked. I could not find... Um, <clears throat> I could not find a recording of this uh, alleged 2011 uh, a song called Loyalty by Terrence Hayes. But he is suing Kendrick Lamar and his team for copyright infringement. He wants all of the profits that they have made off of the song Loyalty. He also wants his legal fees and any other opportunities, hi pretty boys, that have arisen from the popularity of the song. So, I want to know from you guys as a sophisticated audience, do you think that it's possible that Kendrick Lamar's team ripped off this man's music, right? Now, again, he said he wrote the song in 2011, and Kendrick Lamar, he was working with Kendrick Lamar's team at the time. Uh, 76 Green K said, why did he wait so long to sue? Um, when did loyalty come out? I'm not sure when loyalty came out. So if you guys could remind me, like just look up real quick when the song loyalty came out. Um, because we're just getting kind of the tail end of, of this, you know, I get the reports. So we don't, he could have, he could have filed this lawsuit a few months ago. Uh, but I need to know what year loyalty came out. One of y'all Google it real quick for me. Because I cannot Google it right now when I'm online with you. This is a team effort, y'all. Like, when y'all help me out, it's like, it's awesome. So, anything is possible, but people are always looking for a come up. Okay, so, nobody knows what year it came out. Okay, I think the song has come out within the last two years, right? Um, But... Uh, Sincere 39 said anything is possible. People are always looking for a come up, right? So Terrence Hayes is saying they stole his song that he created over nine years ago and they chopped and screwed it up. Now, is it, uh, it, um, Margaret Massey Loyalty came out in 2011? Margaret Massey Loyalty came out in 2011? Was it that long ago? Um, anyway, but, uh, yeah. Terrence was working with their team at the time, right? Now, does Terrence have a legal copyright on the music? Oh, well, I did not realize Loyalty came out so long ago. I thought it was a couple years ago. So, Loyalty, Kendrick Lamar's Loyalty actually came out in the same year that Terrence Hayes wrote his Loyalty. So, um, okay, Well, Margaret, now Zephyrina is saying that it came out April 14th, 2017. So I'm going to have to look that up and we'll follow up with that tomorrow. But either way, Terrence Hayes is suing, is suing, hey, Sir Victor Jones Moore, um, is suing Kendrick Lamar's team for copyright infringement. Um, C4C Global One said, also said 2017. So we're going to go with the majority and say that this song came out in 2017, Okay. All right, so if Terrence Hayes wrote this song in 2011 and the song came out in 2017, it could have been that they were just holding on to it. What is it, 2020 right now? Yes, Margaret, Terrence Hayes came out 2011, but Kendrick Lamar's loyalty came out in 2017. That's the one that I was looking for. Um, But yeah, Terrence Hayes, he's suing for, for damages and things like that. Now, in terms of the question, why did he wait so long? 
And when you are filing for copyright infringement, you have three years to file. So the song came out in 2017. So it's about, it's right about time for the expiration date for, for that song. So he, so he may have, you know, held off. Maybe he was trying to contact them and see if they could work something out and it wasn't working and the time limit was coming and he finally filed a copyright infringement suit. It could have been that as well. He may have been trying to work this out behind the scenes and didn't want to go straight to court. We don't know though. All right. How much time we got left? Okay. Let's, uh, okay. We're going to move on quickly to our last story because I really do want to talk about it. Uh, do I have any vegans watching right now? All right. Um, and I will update you on the Kendrick Lamar case. My vegans, give me a, a, a raised hand emoji or something like that. Um, I asked you guys in my stories today if you had ever tried a vegan line of meat called No Evil Foods. And everybody said no. Um, if you, okay, Sir Victor Jones Moore, is, is that a, a, a hand wave to say hi or a hand wave that you are a vegan? I want to know who's vegan or vegetarian or whatever on the live right now. Um, I tried being a vegetarian for four months in high school. It was the most awful time of my life. <laughs> I am a carnivore. Um, okay, Cynthia39, you're a vegan. Okay, Cynthia39, have you ever heard of no evil foods or tried them? Okay. Um, now... If you have not heard of No Evil Foods, again, like I said, they're a vegan meat company and they market themselves as uh, radical leftists and they design, oh, Sir Victor Jones once said, just say I was vegan for four years. You were vegan for four years? Good for you. I can't do it. Um, <clears throat> they market themselves as radical leftists and they the way that they design their products, their food products, is they give them like communist packaging. So they have, you know, a, a vegan chicken that they call Comrade Cluck, uh, you know, after after Russian communists. And then they also have a, ch a chorizo that they call El Zapatista, which is um, named after the Mexican guerrilla movement, right? So they've got all of these things um, basically saying buck the system and, you know, against capitalism. This company was caught trying to discourage unionization at their North Carolina plant, so, right? So apparently um, they found out that the workers at the plant, um, oh, Sir Victor, jo since it has never heard of them, Sir Victor Jones Morris had heard of it but never tried it. I was a vegan that eats veggies, not a lot of processed products. Okay, Lotus, Re hey, Lotus, we create. All right, so, um, yeah, so the 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 employees who work at at the plant in North Carolina, they were like, you know, we work here, we need to unionize so that we can get some better conditions that we work in. The people who run the business, No Evil Foods, think about that name, No Evil Foods. They held compulsory meetings that employees had to attend, basically telling them that they could not form a union, that it would be very bad for the company, that it would be very bad for them. So employees, they recorded some of these meetings and they posted them to social media sites as well as forwarding them to, you know, um, since it 39 said, if you are vegan, I don't understand eating fake meat. Um, oh, you know, to each his own. Um, yeah. So th they, po they posted 
these recordings of the meetings to social media sites. They also submitted them to, you know, news outlets and no evil foods. They have been um, actively getting these videos and audio recordings taken down off of podcasts and news sites and YouTube in general and trying to use a copyright claim, right? Now, No Evil Foods, they, they, are, they are distributed in about 5,500 grocery stores across the U.S., so they've got a pretty good reputation or a pretty wide, widely known reputation, right? And you are representing yourself, you are branding yourself as a company that, you know, cares about people. You're called No Evil Foods. You're providing, you know, organic, uh, vegan meat choices for people who choose not to eat meat. So that would give the impression that you care about people, right? But then you have your employees who are working in your plant, who are putting your product together, who are trying to unionize, and you are in there trying to discourage them from using their collective bargaining power. And communism is all, isn't that all about, you know, collective bargaining power and everybody working as one? Anyway, so the employees, they recorded the speeches at these meetings, they gave them to news outlets, bloggers, and No Evil Foods is, is calling, you know, reaching out to the, um, the outlets or the, the platforms and saying, hey, these speeches that we said at these meetings, they're copyrighted, take them down, right? Um, but the thing is, a lot of these copyright claims have been found to be false, and they're having to put these videos and audio recordings back up online because No Evil Foods doesn't actually have copyrights on these speeches that they were using to discourage their employees from unionizing. So this is why it is important, like when I say branding is important, like it, think about it. I would never think about something like this from a company called No Evil Food, that they were actively trying to discourage their employees from unionizing, right? And then on top of that, you're trying to abuse copyright law from copyright that you don't even have to try and discourage people from getting the word out. This is just like Whole Foods with them not wanting their employees to wear, you know, Black Lives Matter t-shirts or them not wanting their employees to unionize. You act like you're a company that's for the, com for the community, but you're really not. And that's why you have to align your branding with your activities because people are going to look at you crazy, right? Right. Sir Victor Jones Moore said Delta Airlines is something similar to their employees two years ago. Okay. Margaret Massey said it sounds like a bullying tactic. It definitely sounds like a bullying tactic. So um, we are going to have to wait and see what happens with No Evil Foods. But if you are a vegan person or if you are interested in vegan meat options, I would discourage you from trying No Evil Foods because they don't seem to be living up to their name. They're actually doing evil. Um, but yeah. So, hey, Forever MDJ, you're going to have to watch the replay, my dear, because we're about to end right now. Uh, so those were the stories that I had for you this evening, guys. Um, we're going to be back here tomorrow at 8 o'clock with more stories, and I'm also going to leave some time for Q&A. Uh, if you are in the startup phase of your business, let me remind you, go to linktree forward slash MPL Consultant and set up some time with your girl so I can help you get your foundation strong, get your articles of incorporation, get your, get your money life together, get your EIN numbers, your DUNS numbers, get your contracts. Let's get you in a better position during this time. 
It is in times of difficulty that, you know, new millionaires are made. This is the perfect time to start that idea, to act on that idea that you have been thinking about for years, okay? I have heard from so many of you who are finally taking the leap into believing yourselves and starting those businesses and side hustles that you wanted. And I couldn't be prouder. So for those of you who haven't yet, this is your invitation. Contact me today. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Okay. Uh, so that is where I'm going to leave you guys. We will be back tomorrow night with more stories. Um, if you find anything interesting, don't be afraid to send it to me. You know, I love when you guys send me stories and, uh, I will talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Good night.